0: Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of The Convos Podcast, where we have conversations on a variety of subjects. I'm your host, Matt McNaughton, and today I'm kicking off a short mini-series on reading. It's no secret that I love to read, but that hasn't always been the case. A few years ago, I challenged myself to read more. Not just the books I typically read, but to branch out and read from different authors, different genres, and different perspectives. I found a reading challenge, which we'll talk about on the podcast today, and I'll link in the show notes, and I began to read. I want to encourage you over the next few episodes to read more. Read more fiction. Read more biographies. Read more theology books. Just pick up a book and read. As we head into a new year, set a goal for how many books you want to read over the next 12 months and strive to reach it. Today, I have a conversation with my friend, Ben Beck, about reading. Let's go ahead and jump into the conversation now. Well, I'm here today with a good friend, Ben. We're actually in studio. Right, can we call this in studio?
1: I mean, there's no bathroom or kitchen, but...
0: Yeah, I mean, we're, we're in the Convos podcast studio. This is the first time we've recorded the podcast in person together.
1: That is true. So is true.
0: And I don't know if the background noise in the studio can be heard. Mm, we we'll, we'll find out. But I'll let everybody know while you're listening. There are cookies being made right this moment that you will not be able to eat. So just be be a little jealous. Today we're going to talk about reading. I'm a big fan of reading. Mm-hmm. I like to read. Wide variety of genre. Uh, So I got Ben here. We're going to talk about reading. So Ben, what are you reading right now? Um, I am currently reading
1: a lot of um, studies on mental health. Um, Some of them are like clinical, really deep, medical, way above my head kind of things. But they're still interesting. Some of them, a lot of them are more practical but um, I'm not really reading any specific book right now that More I' can think topic. of. Yeah. Okay.
0: So books or they're articles, articles
1: primarily. Sometimes they are PDFs or guides. Um, there's one website in particular that's actually got like practice, so it's like a worksheet and a video and you sort of do the, vi- the worksheet along with the video. and then there's something after that that you read as a way to interpret the things that you've written.
0: What would you say is your favorite book? Ever? Ever. Besides the Bible. We know that's the number one answer. The Silmarillion is is my favorite book ever. By J.R.R. Tolkien? Yes. I'm not a fan of his writing or C.S. Lewis's writing. I'm put that out there. I'll be praying for you. I just, I can't, I can't get into it. I don't know, it's just not my...
1: They're very descriptive. They spend a lot of time, especially Tolkien, more so than than C.S. Lewis. Tolkien does a lot of description of the physical attributes of a thing, whereas C.S. Lewis goes deep into the sort of more emotional components right. of it. But both of them, yeah, you'll go pages and nothing has, like, happened,
0: per se. I, I've tried... I'm almost finished with... Um... The, wit- the, the Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe. I've got like two chapters left in reading it with the kids. Um, and I, it's been enjoyable. But I've never read Lord of the Rings. I've tried. It's just... I struggle. Can't do it. Can't... I can't get through it. So you would... That's the book... That's your favorite book of all time.
1: I've read... Well, so I've read the Silmarillion, The Hobbit, and Lord of the Rings trilogy probably 50 times in my life. <sighs> Man. At one point for a long time I was just reading them. Like that was something I was constantly reading in the background on top of whatever else I was doing in my life. To the point where the copies I have are so worn down, you know, the covers are coming off and
0: yeah, I have all. a I have a big I have the whole collection of the Lord of the Rings. The or the trilogy, not yeah. The Hobbit or the other one. So, I don't I started it and found it in a local bookstore.
1: You should start with The Hobbit. I mean, I know we've already talked about this previously, but The Hobbit's written kind of like how the Harry Potter series is written yeah. for younger minds, and then it gets more complex as the series goes along. The Hobbit is written for a little bit younger audience, so there's it doesn't get as bogged down as the Lord of the Rings trilogy does. And I
0: really, I just read the Harry Potter series this past year, 2020, the whole whole series, never read it before. We'll talk about that in here in a couple weeks uh, with another friend of mine who got me into reading it and uh, she's actually a librarian. So that'll be a fun conversation here in a couple weeks. So when it comes to books, do you have a plan or a system or do you just pick up a book and read it? Or is it mainly I'm giving you a book and you need to read it?
1: I mean, it's all of those things.
0: So yeah, as, if, it, and right before this, I said, "Hey, do you have this book? Because if you don't, I was going to give him one." But he had it because I already gave it to him.
1: Yeah, I mean, when when there's things that we're working through with like church leadership or whatever, you know, in some ways, there's a student minded approach of like, mm-hmm. okay, well, I'm learning. I'm reading this book to learn something to grow in some kind of knowledge or skill. Um, as far as reading for pleasure which I feel like I haven't done in a while because I was, there was so much reading when I was doing my master's that when I finished my master's, I was like, I just didn't, done with reading. I've never really picked it back up. It was when
0: I finished my master's, I was like, I don't want, I don't ever want to read ever again.
1: Right. It was just so much.
0: And it was, I would pick up, I mean, I was probably like less than five books a year for about, four years or so right
1: and i'm only i graduated in may 2018 so i'm about two and a half years out from the masters
0: and your brain is still just like i don't want to do that a little bit yeah it took me a while i actually it was about two and a half years ago this summer after just a difficult season and i was having lunch with someone and they were saying hey we need we were talking about hobbies, like what's your hobby? And I always say baseball, but I don't like it's more entertainment factor. Hobby is something different, it's something you
1: Well entertainment is something you consume, hobby is something you do.
0: Right. So I'm thinking through this, I'm like, golfing is fun, but it's too expensive and it takes up a lot of time. I needed something that I could do at home, right? And uh, I don't know how it happens. Or, what I did by end up going to a library and getting The Patriot Games by Tom Clancy. Clancy. And I took it with me on a vacation trip to Ohio and read the whole book then. And it was like that was the deep dive back into reading for me. Not just churchy stuff, religious stuff, but biographies and fiction wide genre of books and that book started it so now I'm a frequent user of our local library
1: yeah see I think for me in the past when I have read a lot because I used to I mean in high school and college I would come home and our in my little small town I grew up in I feel like I read every book that was in there at some point because I would just go I so when I approach fiction, I usually look for series rather than right. one-offs, yep. and I'll check out the whole series, And then, but if I don't like the first book, then I won't.
0: Not wasting my time.
1: Exactly, yeah, but I like the idea of, like, continuing characters or recurring themes, or I got into, for a little while, some mystery novels that were, uh, I can't remember the author, but it was Sneaky Pie Brown, which is a cat, oh. so it was these mysteries that were being solved by, like, animals, and the animals could talk to each other, but they didn't talk to humans. So it was fantasy, but not in that sense. But they would, like, help, you know, lead the humans through the clues, and it was, it, it was enjoyable.
0: So it's it's right around your true crime podcast. Same genre there.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. No.
0: Um, because I find that I read books, enjoy reading books, that I like watching. So I'm not a big space fan. Like, I'll watch Star Wars or... I want Star Trek, no, but those type movies or TV shows, I'm not watching, and I'm not reading about it. I, last summer, I had to read, we'll talk about my reading list here in a little bit, but part of my reading list was read a book here someone recommends to you, so I asked, um, and this is it's listed a couple times in the list, and I try not to ask the same person, so I asked my brother, and he gave me... Um, book, I think it was called The Expanse, and it was the worst. (laughs) Like, there's a, I think it's an Amazon show, um, it was like the first quarter of the book was just bad. But I'm like, it was recommended to me, it's part, I can't get out of this. I can't go like, hey, recommend something else.
1: Well, and it's sort of like, you know, I think about kids with vegetables, right? You don't, you don't know it if you like it or not until you try it, but in this case you had to eat the whole Plot, Correct. So then I'm like,
0: I'm like a quarter of the way through, and then the uh, the second quarter of the book it picks up, and I'm like, oh, okay, now we're into it. Now I see why it's good. Then it just drops back down again uh, for the rest of the book. So and then I he, he told me, or someone else told me, you need to get the second book because it gets better. I'm like, not, no, sorry, you've lost me. But uh, yeah, I, I'm. A wide range range of genres right now, mystery, thriller, suspense, love, sci fi. Have
1: you done any more Tom Clancy? Because so, in college, I read through all of the books that existed at that point. I really and I started kind of in order that he wrote them, yeah. not necessarily that because he's got the whole storyline of um, who's the guy in Patriot Games,
0: Jack Ryan. Right. I
1: mean, so there's Ryan. the Jack Ryan books, but he also has other books that are not Jack Ryan
0: books. So I did like the first four. And then I had a trip to Ethiopia, and I didn't want to take a library book to no, Ethiopia. I just didn't want to do deal with that. So I was at a local bookstore here in town and looking for something else. And then I found two of those like real small, like disposable paperbacks. They're not disposable, but they're the um, mass market mm-hmm. paperbacks of Jack Reacher for two of them. So I took those because I could fit them, I could actually fit them in my back pocket. Um, And took those two to Ethiopia, and the first one was incredible. I ended up reading like 15 Jack Reacher books last year. Oh, wow. But then I burned myself out on Jack Reacher, and I can't get back into it, even though I'm like halfway through all the Jack Reacher books. But I thought about going back to Tom Clancy, uh, the Jack Ryan series, but...
1: He's another thick writer. Like, you have to kind of have an interest in military and history and...
0: Because it's not... uh, Jack Ryan's the main character, but he's not in the... He's not throughout the book. Like, there's all sorts of different things going on. So you could go several pages without even talking about the main character.
1: Well, and that's why you don't like Lord of the Rings.
0: Yeah, that's one of the reasons, <laughs> and I think, and, and those books are huge. So right, well, but
1: so are Tom Clancy books. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, that yeah, Tom Clancy books are like a thousand pages. Yeah. So, and with a fiction book, it's it, it could, you, there's not always enough time to just sit down and read something fun. So, but follow a reading list. Um, we've talked about the reading list. Mm -hmm. You should do the reading list with me in 2021. (laughs) (laughs) You about threw the water bottle right at me. (laughs) So the reading list... You can
1: do the top tier and I'll do the first tier. The top, what do you Right, isn't yours ones where it's like, do these 50 or do these 75 or do these... Yeah. Yeah, there's like
0: levels. You can do the first 10.
1: Right, that's what I'm saying, right? There's like
0: Alright, well, that's a start. We can, I'll even do, like, we'll split a tier. We could do five.
1: I mean, we, we could do it concurrently. Anyway, explain what it is, okay. so then people know what we're talking about.
0: The reading list, or it's a reading challenge. It's from a blogger, um, Christian blogger, Tim Challies. Uh, I stumbled upon it a couple years ago. I don't I don't know how. I've read his blog, so maybe that's where it was, but... It was going into 2019. I found the 2019 challenge, and actually, know what it was? I had started like a couple of years ago. I saw it, and then I couldn't even make it to like four, four books. I was mm. like, "Well, this is embarrassing." But then, <laughs> I, so I decided to go for it, and it's got a couple of different categories. So they put 104 books on the challenge. So they have four different fa- phases. You have the light. Reader, which is one book every four weeks, so that's one book a month. The Avid Reader, that's uh, 26 books, which is uh, one book every two weeks, so we're lumping all the phases in as we go, and we'll link all of this in the show notes. And then you have the Committed Reader, which is a book every week, so 52 books in a year. And the Obsessed Reader is 104 books, which is two books every week. So you have a there, there's a wide range of genres here. So you got a book recommended by someone else, um, a photo essay book, a comic book, but a lot of them deal around Christianity. So in my reading throughout the week for church or for if I'm counseling someone or working with someone and I'm reading a book on a certain topic, then I can apply it to. That topic and I went I nerded out and typed this up into a spreadsheet a spreadsheet so I can keep track of the books and which month I read them I'm, I went hardcore in it this year that and that COVID really ruined my plan there but 2019 I hit the light reader within two months or three months I can't remember what it was it was quick and I was like let me see if I can do fifty-two books. And the more I realized, I started reading, lots of Jack Reacher books, books from uh, preaching wide range. And I think about July. I realized I can go for that hundred and four. So, I thought it was a hundred and two at the time. So I get to the last like three days. Of oh the no! Year. I thought you thought
1: it was a hundred. Was it a hundred? Yeah because you had four books left. And it was like 3
0: days left in the year. I was like, "No, because I thought I had I thought I had completed the entire challenge."
1: Right. And I told you to put forth the effort. Yeah,
0: oh, that's what it was. I thought it was 100. So, my wife and Ben were like, "You can do it." And I'm reading finding the shortest books I have in my <laughs> office library.
1: Listening to a book while you're reading another yeah. book.
0: Yeah, so it I finished 2019 I hit the 104 mark. So, my goal was 50 that year, so I blew past my goal. So going into 2020, I was like, going for 104 again. That's two books every week. That, I could do it, some weeks I don't read a book. There's other, book, other weeks where I'm reading like four or five and I, I can knock them out. But then COVID hit and ruined the plan because I didn't realize how much reading I did during baseball season. So when you have one hundred and sixty two baseball games, and three and a half hours every night, I'm not watching the game with my full attention. I'm reading fiction books the whole time. So when you're watching The Office, it's hard to read a fiction book with a plot going on. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so this year, this year with a few weeks remaining, I'm up to fifty three books read. And my goal. When I realized that I wasn't gonna hit my goal, I changed the goal to sixty. Oh, okay. That's definitely doable. Yeah. So I got, and I'm in a, I'm in a couple books now. But I really thought during the, the quarantine, that 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 those several weeks where we didn't go anywhere, and even I really thought I was gonna be able to knock out a whole bunch of books. But then, because everything slowed down at church, but it I, I, where. Initially, it just slowed down, but where I thought it was going to slow down, but it ramped up even.
1: Well, and there's also the stressors of the mental space
0: oh, yeah, that you're
1: in during a quarantine. Like you're like, it's not that I don't want to read a book. I just don't even have the like capacity to. In- like I'm reading the same page over and, and, over, and over and over. So and over this and isn't fun, right. and it's not going to happen.
0: Right. Because I couldn't, and that's what I... like the. May June July books. It's it's scattered throughout. So, I'll hit sixty. I got about four or five books I'm reading through now, and with Christmas break coming up here, a couple a we week or two off, we'll knock it out in no time. So, and I got books I'm listening to because re- listening to a book counts too. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Okay.
1: I mean, I don't listen to books, but yes,
0: because it's half my books are. Not half of them, but um, so what I found with reading is it really takes your mind away from. It's been a good hobby. Yeah, it's an escape. Yeah, it takes your mind. Especially like a positive you, escape. Correct. It's a it's a good good way to take your mind off of things going on in the world and learn something. So I wouldn't. Like if I were to recommend a genre, I would just pick it. I would do the reading list. That way, you're not stuck with mystery thrillers, because that's that's where I would want to be. Like I want, I want a spy. Mm-hmm. So I started reading. Like uh, I picked up. I listened to Ready Player One. Have you read that one? Mm-hmm. Man, that's a fun one. Cause it's a lot of 80s throwbacks. So a lot of
1: Right, Ernie climax. this whole oasis. Yes. I, I, I'm familiar with it. And the second
0: one just came out, and I the library doesn't have it yet. They're on Backward. But I listened to that one, and that was one of the first few fiction books that I read early on, and I had to read a book that turned into a movie. And mm. that was playing in theaters at the time.
1: Right, yeah, it came out a couple and years ago. And
0: fell in love with that book. I've read that one a couple times because it's a fast listen. Um, so... A few books I've read, just just in the top section of my category, my list here, um, I read a, a novel about Batman. I, I was at the library. I go to a library and I judge a book by its cover. If I'm like, I don't know what to read, I'm kind of stuck. And I'm just walking the aisle and I found a book on Batman, guaranteed. <laughs> I didn't have to look at it. I'm like, it's about Batman, I took it, so... Uh, a couple other ones. Um, do You Pray? Gentle and Lowly, which is my favorite book of the year by Dane Orland. So good. So good. I'm going to actually start 21 reading it. Mm-hmm. Um, but how many pages, if I've read 52 pages or 52, 53 books, how many pages do you think that is? Because I've been keeping track of pages. Oh. I had a page goal that I will not be able to meet.
1: Yeah, um, 50, 50, I would guess, I'm going to mess up the
0: zero, hold on.
1: I'm going to do your math?
0: Like, 15,000? It's close, yeah. I'm at, it's like fourteen five. Yeah, because I figured like 275 a book. Yeah, because some of it, like, there's a book on here that's 60 pages, and if it's a book and it has an ISB number, or ISBN, is that what it is? ISBN. Yeah, ISBN number, I count that as a book. So, R.C. Sproul has a bunch of these little books on certain topics. Yeah, they're not like a
1: pamphlet. They're an actual official. It's a a book. It's got a barcode. You pay for it. Correct. Yeah.
0: So, I'll get, uh, there's a bunch of those, and if it's a sermon topic for the week, I'm knocking that out, too. So, 60, I don't know if it'll happen. If you think it's going to happen, I don't know. I don't know if I could get to 60. We'll see. But next year I'm going back for 104. 104 books. Do you have a goal? So you could put a goal on having books you could read next year. I mm,
1: I think I would have to just start with I would have it would have to be for me. I would have to pick the books out and say I'm going to read these books this year, not necessarily I'm just going to read 15 books. Yes, it would have to be, I'm going to read these books this year, whatever the timeline of that happens. Uh, because I have busier seasons where I just, I don't have any time to read. Right. I can't read a book right. a week. But then there's other times where it's like, there's nothing going on. I could read eight books this week if I wanted to. All right.
0: Because I, I, like when you get a good, a good fiction book, I mean, you just, you get lost in that world. I mean, the, the nights where, um, you're up to like three o'clock in the morning because you just can't put the book down. You know, you're like I'm gonna, this is ruining my day tomorrow. But uh, there's been a couple books like that this past year that one of the one of the Harry Potter books was like that. <laughs> um, and then maybe that was last year that I couldn't put it down. The Nike biography by Phil Knight. Was like I could not. It was so fascinating. I couldn't put it down. Like I, I, read that one in a whole day. So. Well, that's when you know a book is good when you. When
1: you when you consume it, and it's not something that's just small, but right. it's a significant read,
0: and it's. You're like okay.
1: Well, I got it all.
0: Like and then you have to go do something. You're like, yeah, I just want to read my book. Mm-hmm. With a nice cup of coffee. So. In this little series that we're doing on reading, I want to encourage our listeners to, to pick up a, a new book this year, and or take the reading challenge with me. You don't have to do 104 books in a year, but maybe 10 is a big step. Maybe three is a big step. But grab a couple books and learn some things. Pick up a biography. Pick up a biography about a person you don't really like politically. That's always been fascinating to read books about people that I just didn't care for or pick up a book and learn something new like Alexander Hamilton by Ron Chernow and finish the book and then go watch the uh, musical. musical on Disney+. Plus. So grab a book, read through it, support your local library and then next year at the end of 2021, Lord willing, we can talk about all the books that we read just enjoying God's gifting to great writers thanks for listening to today's conversation on reading be sure to subscribe to our podcast and share it with others do you have a conversation that you want to hear on the show head over to convospodcast.com and submit your conversation we'll see you next time on the convos podcast